We are recording. This episode six, I always forget. Yeah, it is. So what's what's the rhyme? Because I know we've only been on episode five. We thrive for like episode I don't know six is when it clicks. No, okay. All right. Episode six, we start getting some clicks. Yes. Yes. Finally. It, we're long overdue. You know, I think the I think the thing with podcasts is you make it past the first two episodes, it's officially a podcast. So I mean, we've just been official for like our exponential growth exponential that's it that's it we're gonna take off eventually get on the, get on the plane now is what we're saying yeah you want to be a part of the group that says wow i followed them when they were yeah. on episode six yeah i didn't miss out on investing in the hockey down here podcast before it blew up i mean we all know how what happened to bitcoin okay everyone's like i'm not gonna touch it i don't think it's gonna be a thing and now look at everyone you're you're every other super bowl commercial was about cryptocurrency oh goodness uh go rams by the way go rams go rams they won but uh it was pretty good what do you think quick super bowl reflection super bowl i thought it was good i was a little like distracted because we went to uh my friend's like house house like 40 minutes away and so there's just a lot going on so it was fun um but i won you know, when you do like the square game, I don't even know if there's a name for it. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, won yeah. the first quarter. So nice. That was, yeah, uh, we kept it low key, but honestly, the game was pretty good. Like, yeah. I like it, it was um, a good game. I was worried that I was like, like, I just, I feel like the big game's got to be a good game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, it was a good, it, it got a little slow, but it, it, at the end, it obviously yeah. finished strong. So really cool. And also uh Highland park native, Matthew Stafford got his first Super Bowl ring, which SMU, if you didn't know, I was actually right by Highland Park. So I guess that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So SMU has no connection to him, though. Don't don't try to put some SMU connection on that. It's fine. All right. I mean, I guess there's no one from Fort Worth of note, so don't don't worry about it. I'm pretty sure there were some horned frogs that were on either team. So I'd watch it, okay? I can actually look it up right now for you. Please no, hold. We're fine. We're a hockey podcast, remember? We're hockey down here. But we are going to be talking about some hockey over there, specifically in <laughs> Beijing, China. Beijing. I've been uh, I've been working on that one for a while now, ever since I thought about it. But, what did you um, think about it, like, in those two minutes? No, no, no. Actually, I thought about it this morning when I reacted to oh. the U.S. losing – in the quarterfinals and once again choking and not making well i don't know what happened in 2018 i don't really remember no one really remembers that one but choking once again and uh coming up short they just can't do it they can't do it yeah i was watching the news this morning and they were talking of it obviously about the hoopla that's going on with figure skating i don't really want to get into that anyways Uh, and then on the hockey side of things, it was like men's eliminated. And not only game, but also Canada's out too. Out. I know that that made me feel better because honestly, That's true. as that long as they better. didn't win, I feel better. But even then, then it also then there's a double-edged sword of that because it's like, well, then even more of a reason than the US should like should have gone on and like won everything, right? Because yeah. like 
They they could did have. You, did they lose in a shootout? Wasn't that what it was? They lost in a shootout to Slovakia. Like low key, they should change the Olympic hockey rules where you can't lose in a shootout. Like how in the playoffs, it's just overtime, overtime, overtime. Yeah. overtime. Because yeah. like I just feel like a shootout's like it. It's not really how I, you like win a game. I feel like this. I guess it's like kind of World Cup rules, like not World Cup of hockey. We're talking about like World Cup where they decide by penalty shootouts. Obviously, that is such a huge point of contention. And honestly, like, I don't think, I don't know. Cause like Strauss, man, like their goalie, like played really well. He's been playing well, like every game he's played so far in the tournament. Like he beat Canada. We got like the monkey off our back in the sense that we beat them since for the first time since 2010, obviously in that same Olympics, we met them in the finals came up short in overtime because of, you know, who, who we're also talking about later, but uh, it was, it's like, I woke up and I was so frustrated by it. Cause one, I didn't even realize they were playing, which is such a bad job by the, whoever is in charge of marketing this stuff, because it's like, I didn't know either until this morning. And even my friend, she'll be like, Oh, cause obviously like, I'm like the sports gal. I'm like the hockey gal. They're like, Oh, are they playing today? I'm like, I honestly have no clue. And I know like with the time difference, it's difficult, but i never have any clue if they're playing or not. Maybe that's for me. Yeah. I'm not looking it up, but it's not like in my face as I would have. I would yeah. prefer it to be a little bit more in my face. And I'm sure you saw the video of like the Slovakian kids oh. reacting or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So that I saw that first, but I didn't really understand what was happening. I just like saw some kids like reacting or whatever. I didn't know what it meant. And then I like scrolled like a couple posts down and saw that they lost. I was like, are you kidding me? It was so frustrating. So frustrating. Mm-hmm. They, they had a decent enough roster to do it, especially with the conditions of these Olympics where no NHLers could be there. Like, I think they did the smart thing of bringing all these new, like, prospects to the tournament that are in college right now. Because I think in the spirit of the Olympics, that's pretty cool. In the spirit of the 1980 team, that's, like, where everyone was from. And they still lost. I don't know if this... I'm all about like the more like psychological part of sports, I feel like, but NHL pulled out of the Olympics, what, November? Mm, a little later than that, I think. November, December, I even. Talk, I think it was right when Omicron was like popping off. Yeah. So my thought process, not giving an excuse, but like, I just feel like no all the people who are on the team, they had, they were yeah. like, oh, NHL is going to the Olympics. I'm not going to be on the team. And then they're like, oh, we're going to the Olympics. Yeah, it, it did feel like like they did okay with the roster, but it still did feel like, uh, we'll take this guy, we'll take this guy, we'll take this guy. Uh, these guys will come. Like there was it no kind of obviously like random and last. It was rushed. Sense, just because it had it to was be. rushed. Yeah, and like I think I remember watching. So I did remember to watch the USA versus Canada game, which was Saturday night, I think. Something like that. It was like 10 p.m. or whatever. But I, did, I still watched it because I knew it was on, unlike this game. 10 p.m. on a Saturday and isn't that late. Don't age yourself. Is what? 10 p.m. on a Saturday isn't that late. Don't age yourself. It is if you're, it is if you're watching hockey. <laughs> Fair but uh, anyway, like I, I, I remember watching that game. It was just me and my friends were just like laughing so hard at like, who are these people on the ice? And like, I think like the captain, Andy Mealy or whatever his name is. I was like, I've never heard of this dude. Never heard of this dude. 
and he like he he had the goal and like we're all like laughing we're like cool i mean captain usa usa <laughs> like what? it just made like the roster was just so all over the place and like i'm sure all these other teams had to deal with the same issues but oh we could have done it but we choked yeah be out me i guess but our women's team the women's team canada. is playing canada is that today tonight it is tonight, tonight. again i it, it's so hard to know you, you gotta like really look for it one you really have to look for it and also they'll give you like the time but then they re-air a lot of stuff during prime time which makes sense how that's how yeah. you get viewership but the but game's already over confusing because there's like the game's already over and then you have to wait like another seven hours for them to play it again it's just, it's just odd and i just think with the it's the time difference that really screws up yeah. everything I'm not, I'm not even sure, like, going back, it was like, I couldn't really tell what time the game this morning was played at, because I don't, I saw it at, like, 8, I want to say around 8.15, and it was, like, it was, like, only, like, an hour later after the game finished, I guess, so it was, like. Yeah, I was I watching the was, news around 8 a.m. this morning, and that's so when I guess they it was said it. Prime time in China? Yeah. Because, obviously, the one where they played Canada on Saturday was more so that people could watch it. So it was probably like an early game for those people. Because mm-hmm. I don't even know what the time difference is, but like 10 p.m. here was probably like in the morning there. Or like late morning, early afternoon. Yeah. Well, so I guess we got left Slovakia, Finland, Sweden, and Russia, I think. Or Ru- Russian Olympic Committee. We all know it's Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Sweden on that just because I always – I always respect the Swedes. I think they always have a lot of great players and they have Jesper Wallstadt, obviously one of the better goalies coming out of the prospects right now. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I hope Russia doesn't win and I hope Slovakia doesn't win for eliminating us. <laughs> yeah. I hope like I'd be fine with honestly anyone, but Russia. Yeah. Russia's kind of on I my just... last nerves recently. So they may have, uh, they may be um, kind of causing some problems, but th- that's neither here nor there. Um, They're just always problematic. They are, yeah. You know that Especially TikTok sound where it's like, am I the drama? That's Russia. Am I the drama? Yes, Russia, you are the drama. Yes. I get off my rant there. now, but there's that. Yeah, so um, thanks, guys. Thanks for... Uh, another fun Olympics mm-hmm. great way to great way to grow, grow the game I guess great way to grow the game I can't even the find what time left. this game is at tonight or t- t- it's 10 something it's like all the teams that like are left are hockey's already pretty solidified in their cultures when it comes mm-hmm. to like sport sports so it's like doesn't even doesn't even matter now well, we got Milan to look forward to in 2026. That'll be our year. That'll be our year. That'll be our Maybe year. Maybe COVID will be done Maybe. by then. Say a prayer. Knock on wood. But anyway, obviously other things besides the Olympics happened. And uh, I think first order business is... Um, it's at 11 Do you want to go? Tonight. Sorry. Had to just say 11, that. 10 11.10 10 p.m. Uh, I don't Central. know. 
I think it's that's Eastern. That probably will, yeah, because this is from the Philadelphia Inquirer. That's where I had to go find the times for these Olympic Games. Yeah, pretty ridiculous. Anyways, back to the NHL side of things. Yeah, apparently there's a hockey league that we also uh, take note of. So current standings, anything of note recently? I think some teams kind of fell a little bit. Some teams kind of rose. Uh, Flames are hot. Like, that's funny. Um, Nothing is that, um, nothing's that like amazing or disappointing. However, I honestly laughed when I looked at these standings today because Montreal only has eight wins this season. You know, they, hear me out here. They made out like bandits because one, they got to experience the highs of making a Stanley Cup when they had no business being there. No business. And now they get and now they get to completely rebuild their team when they should have done that a long time ago. Very true. Yeah. So they get to clean house, they get to rework their team, which they should have done honestly before their attempt at making the finals, which kind of fell in their lap in a way. Um, they traded away Tyler to Foley to the Flames. And obviously they kind of got a pretty decent return from that. Like they got a first round pick and stuff like that. So not bad. Um, I'm sure there's more moves on the way. St. Louis is now their coach. I think that's a good hire. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot Canadians of like, shifts that happened. I can't name a lot of them, but I just feel like there was a lot of this person getting fired, this person getting hired. Yeah, it was kind of busy week, I think, in that sense. I, I couldn't really keep up with it. But it seemed like the Canadians were definitely the ones that uh, were doing the most when it comes to cleaning house. And uh, honestly, they, they, they did what they had to do. And they're kind of uh, actually in a good position because now they're probably going to get Shane Wright, which could, could be a generational player. Or he could be like an Alex Lafreniere, who is supposed to be a generational player and doesn't really do much. So it's kind of hard to say. I mean, whatever um, they get, though, it definitely could be an asset um, for leverage yeah. in the future. Oh, before I forget, Team Canada. I'm going back to the Olympics for okay. just one second. If your standard is winning the gold and you don't have Connor Bedard, but is it Bedard or I can't pronounce his name. It's Bedard or something. It's not Berard. It's Bedard. Okay. Sure. He's like going to be the next great prospect. Not this draft, the next draft, who's already gotten like all these accolades and, you know, he scored a hat trick in World Juniors, first guy to do it since Gretzky, whatever. If your standard is to win the gold medal and you keep someone like that off your team when he is qualified to be on there and probably better than half your 40-year-olds, that's on you, okay? That is on them, absolutely. That's on you. And if you want to be like, oh, he hasn't earned it, blah, 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 make him earn it. Put him on the team and make him earn it. Literally, I don't understand. Just because you put him on the team doesn't mean he has to get the most ice time. Yeah. You can still make him earn it and make sure that he's like comfortable and ready. Get yeah. Put him out there every other shift or something. Just like go do it. And I think this, you can't this like learn of... to get comfortable with something unless you do it. Why not just yeah. go? I think this kind of goes back to hockey culture where it's like oh it's it's about respect and like guys who have been there forever and it's like 
you have a generational talent potentially on your roster and you said, nope, not going to take him. That's on you guys. So if, if you're a Canadian watching and you're wondering why you lost to Finland four to one or whatever the score was, uh, maybe you should have taken one of the best players to, that's going to be in the league. Uh, I feel like it's one thing if about the respect thing, like I do, like, I think that is like important, but at the same time, yeah. like you're not putting up a whole roster of like young kids who haven't earned it. It's one person. It's yeah. one player that could help. Yeah. You know, I mean, look at the U S they took a bunch of like college kids that what two years older, maybe, maybe. I mean, a lot of these guys played like played in the world juniors, same tournament that guy played in. Why? What's so different about him? So anyway, I'll, I'll cut the Olympic talk there because obviously there was some stuff going on in the NHL, but that it just, it seemed a little ridiculous. And I think there are some uh, fingers to be pointed if you are team Canada, but that's neither yeah. here nor there. So um, anything else about the standings specifically? Mm, nothing too crazy for me. Uh, well, the next team on the standings next to Montreal, uh, the Arizona Coyotes, they have been busy looking for a new home. And instead of getting a house, they're settling. And well, this, you know, that was going to be a terrible uh, metaphor there, but they're basically, they're going to be in a college arena of 5,000 seats. Okay. What are you doing? benefit of the doubt they don't have enough money to move and build something this is their best option it's a really bad option if that's it's okay i get it if people are gonna take an angle of great college atmosphere if there's less seats and it's an nhl game tickets are going to be more expensive i don't think arizona state has the pop a population of students who can necessarily afford these games. They might. They might? I don't know. I don't know Arizona I, State so much. I don't... That, I, I don't I'm see, going I don't off the people I know who go there, so I'm not... Okay. okay. I, fair. We'll go there. But the Arizona Coyotes are going to be playing in the same capacity building as our favorite, the Allen Americans who also had a 5,000-seat arena, practically the same. What do you think of that? I mean, like, theoretically, since there aren't as many seats, the ticket prices will go up, but they know they're not going to be able to sell the tickets if they have to eat that meet that equilibrium. Sorry, I'm an econ right now. just had to, you know. There you go. Yeah. Um, you have to meet that equilibrium because if people – like, yes, you don't have enough seats. I mean, there's a limited number of seats. So theoretically, you're like, oh, we can charge more. But people aren't going to buy your tickets if they're like. Yeah. People are already aren't buying your tickets for yeah. a lot less. So and I'm curious to see, like, how they incorporate, like, I don't even know if they have a season ticket program, if people even do that there. Yeah. But I wonder how that, like, works. No, it is. I think interesting to point out is. The new arena is going to be in Tempe, which is next to Arizona State, right? I don't know the geography of the Phoenix area because obviously Glendale, Tempe, Phoenix, it's all kind of 
like a DFW Metroplex in a way, I think a bit smaller, but I wonder if being in Tempe is a better location for them. Cause I think Glendale is not the closest for a lot of people. And I've heard that's kind of the issue. And that's also why they changed the name. Cause it's like, they're not technically in Phoenix. That'd be like the Dallas stars, I guess, being halfway to Fort Worth and being like, we're still the Dallas stars, you know, then again, then I mean, the Cowboys. Cowboys are linked, but they're kind of big enough where it's like, what are you going to tell them to be? You know, the Texas Cowboys. No, I mean, they're, they're the Dallas Cowboys. Coyotes on the other hand. Well, I mean, if you flip flop it, like the Tennessee Titans, their stadium is in like the heart of Nashville, basically. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's more for alliteration purposes. That's I fair. think that works better than the Nashville Titans, which, I mean, it's it, it, they already changed their name to Arizona Coyotes, which works, I think, is fine. Uh, but it's such a tough move to look at if you're if you're like someone who wants the league to succeed because the Coyotes are just dragging things down. And Gary Bettman is just holding them by a string um, at this point. Doesn't ASU have a hockey team? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's why they're building their new arena. They have NCAA oh, hockey. Oh, on the flippity flip flip side, these just ASU kids so are going to get so much like exposure in a way. And yeah, <laughs> that's kind of iconic for them. Like, if I was them, I'd be no, excited. No. Arizona State is making out like bandits in this situation. They couldn't be happier. If you're on Arizona State's hockey team, if you're part of Arizona State's hockey staff that is in charge of recruiting right now, you are basically sitting back and watching your job get done for you. But, I mean, and that's kind of also how it's been since they've had a team. They've, I mean, they're like one of the only teams, and they're the only team in the Southwest. Who am I kidding? And it's like kids are like, maybe I don't want to go to – Minnesota Duluth, wherever that is. I want to play hockey at Arizona State, where it's nice outside. The people are pretty, I guess. That's kind of the stereotype there. <laughs> well, it's it's known for being like a party school. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're I was gonna... like, I don't know where you're going with that. That's yeah. We're gonna skip over that. We're gonna skip I, over. I that. get it yeah. now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't want to go certain ways, but we did. Um, whoops. Anyway, Arizona State's absolutely making out like bandits, and the Coyotes are trying to save face, and their marketing team is working overtime with trying to make it look cool. And it is certainly not cool that they have to play in a 5,000 seat arena. Yeah, it's just, and it's like, because I mean, like the hurricane share there, PNC with NC State, it's literally right next door, but it's also just like different because like this is like ASU's place. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like it's a like it's the ASU logo yeah. on the building. Yeah, no, it, that I think the ASU logo. Honestly, I hope the ASU logo is on the ice too. I hope the Coyotes don't bully them into having their logo on the ice. I that would be so ASU. awkward. But I'm also thinking like scheduling. But also to get fans in, ASU students get X amount off. 
I think you literally able to play out the college situation so much. You're literally on campus. I think That's I don't true. even know. I I don't know either, but it's true. But the Coyotes are lucky that we're even spinning it this way, right? Think it. Think if this was like a team that didn't have a a hot and up and coming NCAA program like next door, they'd be screwed. Oh yeah. Like if, like if San Jose was like, who also has terrible tendencies here, but I think that's also on like government restrictions in California, as we know, California is really tough with COVID and stuff like that. Also the team sucks, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Thumbs down all around. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone's kind of having a tough year with the tendons. Oh, but yeah, strict, strict on that, but gosh forbid the Super Bowl is there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Watching this Super Bowl, mm. there was a lack of mask, honestly. Mm. California. Yeah, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Strange. Strange. Huh. Hmm. 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 Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. But, um, yeah, if they were in a situation where they had to move out of the SAP center, which is where they play in downtown San Jose to say, well, I don't even know what other ranks exist there besides University of California, San Jose. I'm guessing that's a place. Uh, no, they use basically where the Sharks play at. Okay. San Jose State. San Jose State. Oh, that too. Yeah. Yeah. They, they use San Jose's facility or the Sharks facilities because that's the only thing that exists there is the Sharks ice stuff, which is actually fun fact where I learned how to skate. But uh-huh. teams... I learned at Fox Valley Ice Arena in Batavia, Illinois. I think it's Batavia. Not that anyone cares. Is that like outside of Chicago? I don't. I don't so I like, yeah, it's like in the suburbs, in the burbs. Nice, nice. But anyway, I don't know, Coyotes, figure it out. And uh, if you don't, I mean, you guys, they're 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 just bound to get moved because I don't think they can really afford to build a stadium right now and i don't think anyone wants them to build a stadium so they're they're just kind of putting themselves in deeper deeper hole well and like the, the league can only mm-hmm. like babysit them so much you know yeah so they're really holding out on this i'm surprised they haven't kicked them out somewhere else because like I think there are a lot of communities that would appreciate a hockey team, not saying that they're necessarily ready for one yet, but I don't know. It's disappointing in many ways. But it's only through 2023. So I think they just bought themselves time, honestly, more than anything. They bought themselves a year. Yeah. They bought themselves one year. Anywhere else, they're most likely going to have to build or they're going to be playing in the 5,000 capacity place pretty much anywhere they go. Yeah. So I think they bought themselves some time. And I feel like they yeah. definitely will move. They're not going to renew back in Arizona unless I don't this ASU either. thing blows up, which uh, I never know. The more I'm looking into this, the more I think Utah actually is a viable replacement for these guys since I think it's the right hockey climate. Yeah. It climate meaning not just the weather, but like, <laughs> the area it's like sne- skiing i think we talked about this like a couple episodes ago like 
it's a ski area. It's, it's, there's a lot of people that travel for vacation. There is a strong community there with like Salt Lake city. You got park city, you got all these kind of cool, like, like small, but dedicated towns, you know? So I think it makes sense. I don't know if that they're in the discussion behind the scenes, but the more I look into it, I think Utah would be a good replacement and it keeps them sort of in the central division. still. I wonder how that would, like, I wonder if Utah fans are avalanche fans and how that would compete. Probably right now. Yeah. I think they probably are. Or they're Vegas fans. Cause Vegas oh, to true. Vegas to park city is about six hours okay. driving. So probably about an hour flight. So not bad at all. Um, Solid. We'll see. We'll see. Obviously more will be known later on, but um, whatever coyotes you do, you, you do you flipping to the whole other side of the country to Pittsburgh, our, yep. our friendly face in Sidney Crosby scored his 500th goal. And his family was there. Did you watch the video? It's really cute. They're all. I, I saw that. I saw it. It, it, it. it was cool in the sense that, like, it was like being it was first period, right? And they had it looked like they had a sold out place. And I think everyone was like, like, in anticipation of that goal, kind of thing. Uh, obviously, his family was there. Team was really supportive. I'm honestly surprised he hadn't been past that milestone already. I guess I kind was, of felt that way too. I was like, oh, he's only at 500. Yeah, I, I I guess I don't really have a huge perspective. And obviously some people are going to be like, how do you not know like this kind of stuff? Well, Ovechkin is chasing down the all-time goal leader. So like, I think in a way, me thinking Sidney Crosby had been past that, maybe not completely crazy. So. I would agree. And it's sweet that it, because it happened at home, right? Like that's so sweet. It did happen at home. Yeah, that was cool. I'm glad. I think I think every player should have moments like that at least when they are back home. Not to say that you should not try until you get back home from a road trip, but um, it, it's more special when you have like your home fans behind you, kind of thing. Not to say audiences can't be receptive either way, but it's it's uh, it's definitely better that he was in Pittsburgh. I agree. How old is Sidney Crosby? Is he like 36 now? 36, I think. Oh my goodness. Where did the time go? Dude, honestly, like kind of a geezer. 34. Oh, okay. He's he's a okay, little on the younger, younger side, I guess. Yeah. But 34, geez. It's only a matter of time. Only a matter of time. Him, Ovechkin, Kane, they're all gonna be retired Easers. one day yeah we already got Lundqvist out of the way and Tuka Rask these guys are next it's tough to think about I'm gonna have to like become a fan of other people like young people now yeah I, I mean I've, I like I'm not a fan, but I don't and... like I don't feel as I guess I still need to develop connected to with them yeah because like those are like your first hockey memories in a way because i assume most people it's like those are kind of formed around eight nine ten you know when you really start understanding people on the ice and 
you, you can remember more like things that happen. Like, sure, you've gone to games when you're like a little little kid, but I think you don't make that connection until around that age range. Mm-hmm. So, um, on another flip side of things, Evander Kane is back with the Oilers. I think he scored his first goal with them. Um, he got in a little trouble last night. He pushed someone. I don't know if he got like a penalty for it, but he kind of gave someone a shot to the face. Um, is he the key to the Oilers' problems? Probably not. No. But they're going to pretend that he is. Yeah. So I, I think Honestly, my prediction. I anyone took him because there's just like yeah. the drama that follows him. Yeah. And honestly, you got to feel for Connor McDavid, who I don't know if it was really his decision on this, but I mean, like when theoretically, they were... he shouldn't have that much of a say. That's my right. Opinion. But when they were interviewing him, saying like, oh, if Aaron Kane's probably going to join your team, what do you think? And it's like he's caught in such a terrible position where he has to answer these questions where it's like the dude really doesn't have a choice on this. And if it's going to happen, he can't like already create issues with the guy. Mm-hmm. even if he is a bad person because yeah. it, it's like you're already gonna you, you know your team sucks you're shooting yourself in the foot even further if you're you know your gm is putting on someone with this team that is going to create issues yeah i like my prediction from the beginning of the season where the oilers may or may not make the playoffs and if they do will probably uh, lose first round like they do every year. So, yeah, if they, if they make it, they'll they'll be in and out quicker than you can yeah. say Evander Kane or Edmonton. Yeah, that too. So good on you guys. That Edmonton, is a weird. Uh, like I cannot imagine like Connor McDavid talking to Evander Kane. Like that. Just not that I not that I personally know the two. But it just seems like a weird, a weird duo. It is a weird duo because I think Evander or not Evander, Connor McDavid, just every time they interview him these days, he just looks more and more pissed off, which. Rightfully so. His team's bad. Warranted since he's the best player in the league and going to be that next Sidney Crosby probably could be even better. He'll be a a Matthew Stafford. He's going to get go somewhere else and then win. I think probably a bit higher level than Matthew Stafford. Fair. I think so, but just trying to give a comparison. No, it's a fair comparison. Um, but with the trade line coming up a little later this year. And I think when I looked it up, I was like, wow, I feel like this is later than usual. It, it's usually February, but they've postponed it a bit towards March, which. Was that new because of COVID? I think so. I think so. Cause it almost gives teams too much time to think about it. I agree. Cause usually it's like you come back from either like Christmas and all-star and it's like trade deadline next week. Get it yep. together. Yep. So I don't know if we're going to have a lot of moves on that day. Cause I think a lot of them are going to be coming within the coming weeks just because teams probably want to get used to their moves in a way. Cause you don't want to, cause if it's end of March and playoffs start, End of April. April. Yeah. You want to have your team gel a bit longer than that. Especially the big moves, you know? Yeah. What's your biggest move? What do you think is going to happen? You know, I 
I'm you're gonna have to come back to me because I have ones in my brain, but I'm not ready. I don't think I'm ready to actually say them into the universe yet. Is it gonna be? Are you saying flurry or cane? I don't know what I'm about to say. Okay. Oh, okay. So it is gonna be Chicago related. Yeah, I just don't know if I'm ready to actually speak it out loud. Okay. I think. I think Claude Drew's going. Okay, fair. And I think what was what was really funny that I saw was the Seattle Kraken named Giordano their first captain after mm-hmm. like not even a season. Honestly, trade him, get a great return, and uh, figure out the captain stuff later. I mean, it's a little awkward, but I mean Detroit not. Detroit didn't have a captain when I think it was like when Larkin was like out or so. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it was, but they just, they didn't, they didn't, they had like three. It's, it's, it's not, I guess it's not so much like the captain stuff. It just like, like you don't really you got him on. Not that you don't need a captain, but like you, no, no, no. you don't need to be wearing a C to be a leader. No. There's no motivation. That, that he, he was designated to be their leader when they were picking him up. And now it's like, it makes a lot of sense to move him right now. Also, the more I look at the standings, the more I'm like, Ottawa, like you guys have had 10 years to rebuild and yet you're still bottom league. 10 years to rebuild. And I'm tired of like looking on Twitter, seeing how fantastic Brady Kachuk is and uh, Tim Stutzla. And yet you guys still suck. It's what's, what's the deal with you guys? You you always say you're going to figure it out. Um, Ottawa's just always like been bad for like such a long time. And they're always like rebuild. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I remember so many of them like gloating on the sharks that we got rid of our number three pick for Tim Stutzla for Eric Carlson, basically. I mean, obviously in hindsight, we didn't know that was gonna happen, but they're still they still suck. It's like the sharks are still better than them. I don't understand what they're gloating about. Like they, they can't even get off the basement floor for a single season. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not just that they're bad. They're the like basement, but I mean, I guess that's kind of how they do things. So back to that's the, their franchise. Oh, can we talk about Brad Marchand for a really, just for a split second? Yeah. Oh, did we? Oh yeah. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't cover that. that guy is last nuts. Yeah. He's nuts. He's having a Kanye moment. He's posting all on Instagram. Honestly, I'm like, everyone needs to calm down. Like, I know this is like your, like, everyone knows he's a little, he's a little nuts, but he's just like uber nuts. Did you see the the funny graphic that they, or like, I forgot what hockey is it Kanye posted, holding that like piece of that? No, 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 it was it wasn't, it wasn't the Kanye thing. It was like before that, it was the someone made this like really like intense graphic or whatever. I'll find it really quick. I think it was bar down, but it was like, they were basically like most suspensions ever by a single player. And it just, it was so out of place. Like it it was almost like he just scored like the most goals in franchise history with like what the graphic was showing. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. I'll show it. Most individuals. That's funny. That is good. Yeah. So, I mean, the dude, the dude just can't chill. 
he can't chill at all and, and then people are like oh like whoever was talking shit are you kidding me oh so, so does everyone yeah so you gotta punch him on the you gotta punch him in the face while he's like covering a puck who did he punch i don't even remember but it was like some goalie that honestly it very was, wasn't was it not against pittsburgh yeah it was Tristan Jari yep yep you're right and Yari was like trying to give the fans like a puck before the game or something and he swatted it out whatever haha funny oh he's appealing the six game suspension too (laughs) yeah totally he's like oh yeah he said he's like it's based off history not the actual crime dude you punched a guy when he had nothing to do with you like literally you have to watch if you watch the top down camera view where it's like you see the net like yari has the puck covered and then marshawn isn't in the frame not even in the frame he comes in he like gets up next to yari and then just pops him in the face and then everyone's like dude what the hell and then when he's getting off the ice he swings his stick close to his face too and you're like and everyone's like, oh, like he, that's just Marshawn. And I get it. You want him on your team. You don't want him on the other team. But this is a quote from him. It was a situation that arose and I reacted very poorly. So it really doesn't matter what started it. Doesn't really matter where it started it. You started it. Like literally yeah. nobody. You took it up the, to the same level. Like you, you escalated it. It's Literally. okay. Maybe you didn't start it by, you know, Yari saying something to you, but you essentially did start it when you punched him in the face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I just saw like an ad or some, or like a pop-up video and he was in it. I was like, we need to talk about this. He's the, I mean, look, he's, I guess the personality the league needs, you know, Okay, I gotta say, this year has been nothing short of hilarious. If you're if you're a hockey fan, I don't know if it's grown the league or done harm to it, but there's just something every week, in the sense that you know you either you find it really funny or you just you got a facepalm because it's just so ridiculous. It is one of those things. It's like when you look at a like a bulldog and you're like, it's so ugly, it's cute. That's yeah. why, like, it's so bad, it's funny. Yeah. And, like, I think in a way that is, it's been okay because, honestly, I don't, I can't say I, I would say the same about the NBA this year because, honestly, I don't really know what's going on with them because nothing is happening, it seems. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I mean, Maybe I don't I really don't follow, follow it anyways. I don't really, I'm not a big basketball person. I don't either. Other than TC, I don't either, but, Fox. Uh, pony up. We beat Houston. I think. Good job. Yeah. But I mean, I guess, I guess the NHL is doing a better job of creating noise this year, which is maybe steps in the right direction. And I think we should applaud them for trying, even if they're not really trying, they're just failing upwards. Maybe. Yeah. I I, I would agree. Mm -hmm. It's like, I, I have no words. Because it's like, what's going on? You know? Yep. Like a constant uh, question mark and just like a what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, 
Uh, I think lastly on our docket today, Igor Shosturkin, uh, or no, is it Igor Shosturkin? I don't know of... how you pronounce that, so don't ask me. No, 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 because I, I know is the other guy's Georgiev. Oh God, I, I feel like such an idiot. Not knowing this, it's it's got to be Igor, right? Uh, yeah, Igor Shosturkin. Thank God. So last night, um, the Rangers and the Bruins were playing, and they got it out to overtime, right? And with about 40 seconds left, um, there was a there was a play that led to Craig Miller of the Bruins running into Shosturkin, and I think he got a little shaky getting up. They don't really have – I can't find a lot of video of the actual hit and, the like, what happened mm-hmm. specifically on the play play and like his reaction that may have caused the controversy to begin with but what happened was the league's concussion oh, protocol Jim Ramsey's face. sorry i'm trying to watch this video about it because that yeah the trainer comes out and is like bro you gotta, go comes, to, you gotta go to protocol and he's like the trainer, no. the trainer literally comes out on the ice if you haven't seen the video yet it, it's it's kind of hilarious he stands in, in Shesterkin's crease and is like, nope, nope, you can't go back in. You can't go back in. And he's mad. He gets pissed. Like, he's not happy about it. So Georgiev does go back or goes into the net for the last 40 seconds. I think Shesterkin gets cleared before yeah. the shootout starts, and he goes back, and they win the shootout. Yeah. Absolutely electric. That is electric. That is um, now – you could say that good job by the NHL for having a concussion, concussion protocol that cares about its players enough to stop a game and force someone to get checked out. Um, obviously, the NFL has been extremely criticized for that. and uh, The NHL is also a league where concussions are a huge issue. But um, I think it all worked out at the end. Yeah, um, there was a tweet and his quote, it says, when I came back out, the fans gave me so much energy, I couldn't do anything else but save the game. So yeah. he was he was ready. And I mean, that does suck, especially like over time, probably going to go into shootout. Seconds, you're yeah. like, this is my team. I want to be there. I want to be the person in that. And like, yeah. it's his net, so. Yeah, I think there is a degree where it's like, it is frustrating if you're that guy with 40 seconds left. I'm sure if you're a Ranger fan, you probably like, this is ridiculous. And rightfully so, I think if there was no issue after all and Shesterkin's getting up and, you know, trying to tell his trainer he's good, maybe maybe he didn't need to go out. But um, they checked him out. He was fine. And he came back, won the game. So Yeah, because I also think it is a better safe than sorry situation because, like, you you don't want it to get worse. And, like, he did get to come back out. And they ended up winning the game, so it all worked out. But I think Mm – I don't know. I just feel like it. You hit your head. You can't fix the brain. Yeah. And I think it is good also in the sense that when you look at how well he's doing and he's probably going to be no jinxing here, he's probably going to be the Vesna runner into the award season, which rightfully so. Um, It's, it's, if you're a Rangers fan, you probably look back on that and say, smart, you know, you, don't want that guy injured, especially mm-hmm. if you're a team with playoff aspirations and one like the Rangers that has been kind of hotter than most teams this year. Um, actually, one of the funniest quotes 
from that guy actually before this incident was someone asked him, he's like, Oh, did you know you're a front runner in the Vesna race? And he, he goes, I didn't know that because I don't speak English while he speaks English. Yeah. And, and on like that quote, it was like, he said through a translator. Oh, I thought he said that in English. Oh, okay. Oh no, no. Like your part is probably correct. But the quote I said earlier about like how the fans give him so much energy. Oh, oh yeah. 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 yeah no, he's, I think, I think they got it right. So um, that's good. And I honestly, I'm happy for the Rangers that they've, got another goalie to be their rock in that um, since Lundqvist has left. I think that's Rangers always seem to be a team built around their goaltender, obviously just, just that's just because Lundqvist, but it makes sense. And I'm glad they figured out a solution literally right after. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, I think that's been everything. Uh, Eichel is going to be back tonight. Um, anything about that? Um, I was just going to pull up the schedule for tonight and see. Oh, speaking of Michael being back, conveniently, Mark Stone is going to be on the LTIR. So no cap wasted for Vegas. Ha. Yeah. And everyone's, they're like, oh, we have no timetable for when his return is going to be. And you're like, you know, why would they? When do the playoffs start again? Okay. Yeah. yeah. He'll be ready for game one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Minnesota at Winnipeg, Minnesota has been doing really well. So yep, Minnesota, pretty hot and pretty solid Florida at Carolina. That'll be a good game. Yep. Anaheim at Calgary. Yep. Colorado at Vegas. That'll be another good game. Yep. That's, that's kind of probably West another, you know, it's been the West coast, uh, top tier matchup for a couple of years now, but, mm-hmm. um, we'll see, we'll see. It's, it, it's still, I think my predictions besides the Islanders this year are still holding true and that um, I don't think Vegas will win the cup just because I think they'll, they will have to trade someone due to cap issues because of Eichel, regardless if they can circumvent the cap with stone a bit, but I don't know. They or anyone that really thinks Vegas is going to win the cup though. Vegas does. I mean, fair, but like I, from an outsider, and I, and I, I, just, I mean, I mean, that actually, I mean that in multiple ways in the sense that like the sports books and odds would have them as a kind of a big favorite in a way. I guess like on paper, you look at their roster, you're like, they should look at history. You're like, they won't. They won't. Yeah. Same, same with Edmonton. We all know how that's going to go. Absolutely. So. Any last, any last things? I know you've got some important stuff coming up, so we'll keep it, keep it pretty concise here. I mean, not that it was a short episode, but. I got nothing, really. Sounds good. Nothing crazy. How about you? Last words? Nope. I guess go USA tonight. They can redeem themselves with the win go against USA. Canada. Yep. As always, go USA. As always, but. Besides that, we'll be back in another week and two weeks. And uh, hopefully a little bit more goes on and uh, something interesting happens. I think it's kind of been in like a lull. Yeah. I think the Olympics kind of saved us. True. Yep. All right. So good pod. See you next week. Two weeks.